The work of this church in the world is realized through the generous financial support of all who call this place home. Along with the gifts and time and talent, ours is a shared ministry. You have a role to play here. Church membership is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org.
Thank you so much, Alan. The piece is entitled AJ, which is for Allison Jacks, a special creation for today. So thank you for that. And thank you in advance to our choir and Reiko Odelaine and our bell choir, to the folks, Athena and Max, who did our gorgeous flowers to everybody who is helping to make this day and the service possible, the Family Ministry Committee, the Let's Get the Party Started Committee. Yeah. Woo! And all of you for being here. If you're a first-time visitor, wow, you picked a great Sunday. And it's not like this every Sunday, <laughs> but enjoy being part of it. And if you're joining us from home, welcome. We're so glad to have everybody here with us. Are there special fam I know we all consider ourselves the family and friends of Allison Jacks, but are there special family and friends who are joining us here today? Can you raise your hands? All right, wave your banners, great. So we will make an effort to make you feel especially welcome, folks, and thank you for being here with us and with Allison. It's just lovely to have all of you here. Helen Keller, a woman of incredible fortitude and wisdom, once wrote, it's not possible for civilization to flow backwards while there is youth in the world. But what she failed to say here is it's not possible for civil civilization to flow backward without the people who love and steward youth and who love and steward all of us. And so this Sunday, we are gathered to celebrate one of those people and the ministries and the life that she has made possible for the world to flow, throw, flow forward with beauty and wisdom. So welcome everyone. I wanna let you know that those of us who will be speaking without masks have taken antigen tests. We love and appreciate that all of you are wearing your masks during service. If you need to feel more safe or more comfortable, any of you, please spread out and take a spot where you feel that sense of security. And, um, and we will also, there's an overflow room if that's a place that you might find more security. We're gonna light our blue candle. It is a candle we lit since the beginning of lockdown for the folks who are here with us in the sanctuary and those who are in places we can only imagine joining us in worship this morning. So welcome, everybody. We're going to sing a song that is rich in our tradition, has this deep sense of ceremony and a sense of the continuity through time.
please rise in body or spirit and join us in reciting our covenant and followed by our doxology. Love is the spirit of this church and service is its prayer. This is our great covenant to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in freedom and to help one another. So this is my kind of final formal message for all ages. It's been a while since we've had one and it seemed like a good day to celebrate with each other with some surprises. The first one being, you know, it's been, I don't know, three years, two and some odd years that we've gathered, I'm gonna say, this, this many people in the sanctuary, it's great. And so you know, for those of you who are in the know, that every start of the church year, I would take what? Yes. <laughs> Listen to the enthusiasm. <laughs> Let's try that again. I would take... Oh, listen to you all. So now I'm leaving, and I want to take a picture of you all to remember you because there's so much energy in this space, and I want to try and capture some of that energy. You know, a photograph might not capture it all, but this essence, and you know, you can wave your, your streamers or, you know, and practice if you want, but we're not ready for the picture yet. So I want you to, even though you have your masks on, I want you to smile wide. And for the folks at home, you're in the picture too. It's a, as, as always, it's a magic camera. It can capture you as well. And you know, you don't have streamers, but feel free to wave your hands or lift your coffee cup or whatever. So let me get set. And as always happens, I usually have to like step back to try and get you all. And if Vanessa and yeah, uh, Alan and Maury want to go down, you know, distance yourself so you feel comfortable. Yeah. If I could jump up on this table, I would do it. But it is the chancel table, so I'm not jumping up. Okay, so. Oh, I've almost got you all. I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm still gonna do the two sides. Yeah, let's go. Woo! Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Phew. Great. Okay, last one. Beautiful. I'll send you all a copy. Each one individually. So, speaking of energy, I've been thinking about the incredible energy, 
that a human can create, you know, just by being, you know, you just create this energy. And sure enough, in thinking about this energy, I was thinking like, well, joy is a great thing to make with your energy. I mean, the world needs it, don't you think? And I've been with you guys for a long time, so I know how good you are at being joy makers. So wasn't it interesting that I read in the paper, maybe some of you saw this, something called the joy workout? Did you guys read about that? It's true. So researchers have been studying, and what they found is there's certain movements that are good about bringing joy into your life and putting joy out into the world. And I was like, that sounds great. And like, as soon as I did that, I, I was, the magic box just appeared right behind me as I was thinking this amazing thought. And, and I looked inside, and it was if you guys were trying to tell me something. And inside was the joy jar. <laughs> Pretty amazing, huh? There was the joy jar. And, and even more interesting was there was a funnel. <laughs> that was interesting. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to open the joy jar because right now it's pretty light. I mean, I know joy is light, but this feels extra light. And together, we're going to do a joy workout, and we're going to build so much energy in this room. We're going to have the funnel in, and just by magic, of course, that energy is going to find its way into this bottle. And the best thing is, I'm leaving it with you because I want you to have joy with you whenever you need it. And, and it's so powerful, because you're all so powerful, that you'll just need a little. So it'll probably last a really long time. So if you're ever, you know, you're in a meeting, and you're like, oh, gosh. You know, just ask Vanessa, because I'm leaving it with her, you know, if she can give you a little bit of joy, or, you know, whatever. You might, if you're feeling sad, and a little joy would help. Anyway, it's for you. This is not a gift from me, but it's a gift we're going to create together, because I love the things that we create together to make some joy. So here's how we're going to do it. I want to get it as close to you, and it seems putting it on the magic box makes the most sense. Yeah. Let's hope it stays. OK. Let's see. Good? Yeah. Let's see, joy jar. Okay, all right, so now we're gonna practice, and this is for everybody at home too, and we're gonna do this because want I want everybody to feel comfortable. I don't want you to feel like you have to hold your joy in because you're feeling a little nervous or scared. So first, we're just, I'm gonna show you the movements, and you're just gonna stay seated, and then after we practice once, and the amazing thing is we have Alan with us, and Alan is a joy maker by trade, I think that's on your business card. Um, and so he's, after we practice once, he's gonna add some rhythms in so we can really like lift that joy up. Send it into the jar, okay? So just watch me. They're super easy. Everybody can do it. And I want you to do it gently. I want you to do it as comfortably as you want to. You don't have to push it. Go with the flow of energy that's in your body. Feel really, really comfortable. Um, I need to get a sip of water, I'm realizing. So it's a workout, you know. Okay. So the first movement, and again, just watch, is reach. Palms out. I said, just watch. <laughs> what is it with you people? 
So just watch. I know, it's, I know you want to do it, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm just joking with you. So that's reaching, and then maybe you're going to do both arms. And reaching feels good, so maybe you're going to go this way or out. Easy, right? So that's reach. Now don't do it yet, because we're going to go through them all. So that's reach. The next one is a, that's, this is a fun one. This is sway. Your shoulders can sway. Those hips can sway. Your legs can sway. Maybe your head wants to sway or your arms. Swaying. Can you feel the joy? It's coming. Okay, so that's swaying. The third one, now again, I'm really sensitive. I have some tendonitis in my ankle, so I'm super sensitive to this. So when we bounce, and this is kind of squeaky here, so I'm going to go back. When we bounce, we want to do it light. This, you know, we're going to find our groove because Alan's going to give it to us in a minute. So you're just going to bounce, but, you know, other things bounce beside your feet. Your legs might bounce, your hands might bounce, your head might bounce. Okay, so bouncing. So we've got reach, sway, bounce. Then Alan's going to teach us, because we have him here, we're going to do a little body percussion. So you want to give an example what that body percussion might be? I know, I set them off, I was doing it with you, sorry. Okay, you know, we're gonna get another run at this with the music, with the sound, so that's good. Then the next one is celebrate. Well, how do you celebrate? Well, you throw confetti is what you do. So you're gonna be like tossing confetti. And when you're standing or sitting, you can move around the room and toss that confetti out, however you want. Just let your arms go and fling that energy, fling that joy energy. Yeah, it's going up here, it's going in here. And finally, it's a freestyle. So whichever movement you like, you can do that, or you can come up with your own. Okay, are you all excited? Let me see those things wave. Woo! All right, so now, rise in body or spirit. Again, sitting is totally fine if that feels comfortable. And if even doing a movement doesn't feel like where you're at, you can think a movement. You can just think your joy movement, okay? So we're gonna, again, we're gonna have Alan playing. He's gonna give us a nice, steady beat. And move around, move out if you feel like you need a little room. The aisle is fine. Stretch out. Yeah. You didn't know you were going to aerobics this morning, did you? <laughs> okay, so the first movement is reach and reach. And both arms reach. And you don't necessarily need to follow me. And reach and reach and reach and reach. And hands down. Okay, Alan, I think we got that one. So now we're gonna sway. Let's get a beat for that. Ooh, that feels good. You can drop your knees if you want to. Let's let your hips go. Even if you're sitting. Yeah. Let your head sway. Feel those crinks coming out of your back? Great, you guys were born to sway, I can tell that. Or was it born this way? I forget, how's the song go? <laughs> okay, then we're gonna do bounce. Now remember, easy bounce. Alan's gonna give us an easy beat. And again, you can just bounce your shoulders. Bounce your head. Oh, my God, you're natural bouncers, too. Okay, I think they got bounce. Okay, now body percussion, take us away. Ooh, 
my God, you're brilliant. You could join Alan's band. Incredible. Okay, now a beat for throwing confetti. What's that confetti throwing beat sound like? I don't know. Let's throw some. Woo, we're throwing it interestingly. Look at that confetti. You can move around. Toss that out. Look at you guys. Woo! Okay. You totally nailed confetti. Now we're freestyling. Whatever beat you want to put to real set, pick your movement. Come up with a new one. Think, think a movement if you need to, if you're feeling like you need to rest your body a little bit. Okay. Freestyle. You can reach. You can sway. You can bounce. You can percuss. Okay, or you can clap, yeah, always. All right, bringing it down. Oh my God, did you guys already know how to do this? I swear, I swear. So now, you got the drift. You can't do it wrong. There's no wrong here. So whatever movement you do is a joy movement, and it's all going out, going in, going out, so, we're gonna do a run, our last run-through together, and you can take this with you. Keep this joy workout in your back pocket. You can do it alone, on the subway. <laughs> you can do it when Vanessa's preaching. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whenever you're feeling, whenever you need some joy, that's a great thing. So we're gonna do, we're gonna do the movements again, and you'll just follow me, and I'm just gonna kinda move with the music, and we've got these different things that we're gonna be playing with, and we're gonna kinda build it up a little bit, and then we're gonna bring it back down. And then when we come to quiet, I want you to put your hand on your heart. I want you to feel your heartbeat, because that's always with you. And just be with that heartbeat, okay? All right, let's go. Let's sway. Feel the joy? It's coming out. And feel free to move around. Don't get stuck. Let's bounce. Oh, look at you go. You can double beat it if you want. All right, let's percuss.
We filled the joy jar. Now, good job. Yeah, hand of applause. Give yourself a round of applause. Now, this is your joy jar, but it was funny. In the magic box, there was something else. There was. There was a tiny joy jar, just a little one. It says joy jar right on it. And amazingly, there's a tiny funnel. <laughs> so I need, where's, uh, let's see, Sam, Karina, Eric, any of you guys want to come up and help me? Any kids, any kids want to come up and give me a hand? Yeah. You brave souls, come on up. Woo, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I, because while this giant jar is light, it's so full of joy, it's going to take all of you to lift that jar. And then I want you to put a little joy in that jar for me, for me to take with me. Okay? So come around, circle around. It's heavy. I, should, I forgot. It's heavy. So it needs all hands. Come on. Don't be shy. Come on there. All right. So now, Eric, if you could take the lid off. Oof, don't let it out. Okay, raise that up high. Raise it up high so everyone can see. Now let's pour a little in. Take the lid. Perfect. Okay, it gets all filled. All right. Thank you, guys. Put a little joy in your jar. I sang it. Does that count? All right, you guys, thank you. I wouldn't have done it without you. So here's the thing I want you to know. Joy is always with you. If you need some, it's right here. And if this is your first time, come on back. We get a jar full. And I'm going to keep this little jar with me. And wherever I go on my adventures, I'm going to take you with me in my heart. The Buddha says that one of the noble truths of this life is impermanence that just like the bad will pass, the good will pass. All chapters of life will rise up and fall away in the ceaseless flow of change. In Ecclesiastes, in the Hebrew scriptures, it says that there is a season for everything, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to rejoice, and a time to mourn. The author doesn't say it, but it must also be true that there is a time for blessing babies and a time for marrying the babies you blessed. A time for letting kindergartners sleep in the church. A time for fifth grade and sixth grade rites of passage. A time for owl and a time for coming of age. A season for waffle breakfast and inevitably two. A time to fill the joy jar and leave some of it behind. None of the sages spoke of the great mysteries of the universe that also include, though I just want to note, a time for magic boxes and a time for hopeful and joyful our puppets. None of them mention the impermanence of 
a ministry. One that for many of you, especially little people, has been all you knew at this church. Maybe the only ministry you really knew up close and personal in your whole life. Only minister who's really ever been yours fully. The one who greeted you with a big smile, ringing joyfully the sound of your name as you came through the door every time the arms that wrapped you in a sympathetic hug when you were joyful, but also in a different way when she sensed you were quiet and contemplative. The arms and the person who you knew in your bones would be there to help you hold and to hold you through whatever life threw at you if and when you needed her. And it has been and joyfully been all that for you and for us. And there's a season of letting go upon us, which is a season for rejoicing and saying our gratefuls and taking stock. And so I invite us into a time of simple prayer. Invite you, whatever invites you into that space, a bowed head, soften your gaze, your hands on your lap, whatever brings you into a prayerful space. Spirit of life, great mystery of this universe that moves so magically between and among us in moments like this and binds us together through time and space. We give thanks for this minister, this deeply human being, for Allison Jacks, who's infused sacred love and extraordinary joy into this community by the very way she walks through this world and all her intentional efforts to do so. We give thanks for all she has been and all she has meant in the life of each of us here and over the decades that she has blessed this place. And our simple prayer this morning is that she is blessed as richly as she has blessed us in the chapter that awaits her beyond this one. And our simple prayer this morning is blessings upon all of us and this community in the chapter that waits for us beyond this one. And a reminder, like we just had, of the assurance that we are bound by a force that moves through all seasons that is not impermanent, but magically stays among us, connecting us across distance and time, namely the mystery of love. May we take it with us wherever we go in the journeys ahead. So may it be. Amen.
Hi, my name is Teresa Goebel, and I have with me the chairs of the Family Ministry Committee during Allison's tenure. We're missing one Family Ministry Chair, Joe Dellert, who couldn't be here today. But the rest of us have worked closely with Allison. We all have children in the RE program, but had the opportunity to collaborate more closely with Allison in our roles on the Family Ministry Committee. It's hard to think of a word or handful of words that describe Allison. As we put our heads together to think about kind of what's one word we could start with, we came up with a word that 
people don't often find in church. And I think it's a word that after the message for all ages this morning, you will all appreciate. And that word is playful. Allison brings an incredible sense of playfulness to her role. This brings a special joy to our children, but also as parents to see our children engage in a religious community that is playful and fun is especially resonant. We're gonna break down playful a little bit further, and we're each gonna share some other words that we associate with Allison, each of us taking a letter in the word playful. I start with P, and for P we have positive. Allison lets her light shine like a beacon of positivity in this church and with our families. Next is L for listen. If you have ever talked to Allison, you know that she really listens to what you are saying. Allison's listening skills resonate especially deeply with our children. Children are often not listened to, and having someone like Allison listen deeply to what they say makes them feel heard, seen, and loved. For A, there's many words. There's Allison, of course. There's also acceptance and acrobatic, agile, but I landed on abundance because with every interaction, I felt that Allison's love was overflowing, her creativity filling all of us, um, and just a, a constant feeling of abundance when you're with her. Online, it says that there's an abundance mindset, and Allison definitely lives this way. Why? Well, why do we love you, Allison, with a why? Why is for young at heart Yankee who brought her magic to UUSF? Why is for years, some 10 of them, where you nurtured all of our yearnings? And why is for yippee and yay? the enthusiasm and celebration with which you invite us always to say yes. Well, it's impossible to have F without fun-loving. Allison knows that the way to build community of a community of love is through fun, and we have had so much of it. Today's message of all ages being just one example of the joy that she brings to the community, to all of us, and remind us of how important joy is. It's also for familiar. As Vanessa said, each Sunday when we come to church, Allison greets us with a hug and a smile. It's so clear how happy she is to see us and receive us. And the most important thing a minister can be for a kiddo and for any of us is home base. And that's what you've been. You, 
U is for Unitarian Universalism. Allison is Unitarian Universalism to our kids. I grew up in the UU Church in San Diego. The husband and wife minister team who led my church during our childhood years are a huge part of what it means to me to be a UU. Wanting the same experience for my son, Charlie, I started bringing him here to RE classes when he was six. Over the past 10 years, he has seen Allison virtually every time he has come to church. To him and to all the other children in our RE program, Allison represents what it means to be a UU. And what better representation could there be? And finally, we come to L for love. I believe that feeling love is to be seen. And Allison, you see us, you see our children, you see our families. And we recite every Sunday that love is the spirit of this church. And Allison, you embody that spirit with your love for each and every one of us. My children knew that I would cry and made fun of me as we drove here this morning. <laughs> that I, all I had to say was L and then I would start tears flowing. And it happened. But I am reminded of the final word, or the big picture word of playful and of that joy that will continue to be in our hearts and that you are um, forever with us. Hello, I'm Cal Ball. Um, before I say anything else, I'm honored to stand here today on this particular day. Everything that you just heard, I mean, I've been a member of this church for a very short amount of time, but during that time, I felt every one of those things from you. And bless you, thank you. Uh, today's Sunday offering will support the work of UU The Vote. That's why I'm standing here. I've been working with UU The Vote since 2020. I'm not going to read this whole thing because I promise to keep this under an hour. <laughs> little, uh, little fact. Um, a honeybee in its entire lifetime, whole lifetime of a honeybee, it will generate one-twelfth of a teaspoon of honey. One-twelfth. Now you get enough of them together and you get gallons. UU The Vote started in 2020, really kicked off sometime in February of that year. In the short months that followed, um, 5,000 UU volunteers representing 450 congregations reached out and touched 3 million voters in the United States. <clears throat> uh, 
These were voters uh, primarily in marginalized and underserved communities in an effort to make sure that their voices were heard in the election. Since that time, uh, we have spent the time in UU the Vote to build our capacities, build our skills, um, build out our squads and our volunteer squads as we prepare uh, for the 2020, uh, 2022, excuse me, election cycle. Um, I want to thank all of you uh, for this donation. It is very much appreciated uh, by everyone um, at UU The Vote. If you would like to get involved with UU The Vote, please feel free to reach out to me, or you can go to sidewithlove.org, sidewithlove.org, and check us out there. But again, um, gratitude and appreciation to all of you uh, for this kind offering. Thank you.
You're not the only one who can get props out, just saying. <laughs> should we invite her up or let her sit for um, the first part? There's a very special person here we should invite, yeah. should we? <laughs> Allison, join step us. up, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Jacks. Ritual is the coin of this realm to hold moments of transition, to find and make ways, holding spaces where we can walk between things like endings and beginnings. It's a big piece of that work, as you know, so that such moments are marked so that they are named to invite the outward in, and the inward is given space to be held by the larger community who will witness and hold it with us, with you. This is such a moment. It's layered, though, it occurs to me, layered by 30 years of connection to this church that took you from visitor to member to affiliated community minister, to director of religious education, to associate minister, and now to retired minister. Some things will change in this last transition. Your responsibilities to the people and the day-to-day -day work of the church will change. You will be released from your obligation to make sure programs are running, newsletters are written, families are registered, meetings are scheduled, and the mission of the church and the care of its people will no longer be yours to hold. Others will take up the work where you have left it off. What you won't be released from is our love. Love doesn't abide by temporal concerns as silly as employment status. <laughs> and this is not releasing you from the entirety of your status as a minister, by the way, if you even wanted that. The way generations who trained me used to put it is that what's true for gherkins is true for ministers. Once you are pickled, you can never go back to being a cucumber. <laughs> However, you can choose where to employ your pickle presence. In the world, wherever you feel the need, with puppets and poetry tucked in your back pocket, or you are free to go like a wild sannyasin of adventure, carrying nothing that can be gained from this world but love and wisdom. Allison. <laughs> Your playfulness as a minister, as a reverend, is your superpower. And while playfulness is often dismissed as indulgence, in your hands, it is transformed into a mighty spiritual practice. 
that exposes and connects us to our true transcendent nature. I think this is why you connect so well with children. They are people in the stage of life before expectations, limitations, complications, alterations have cowed their spirit. They are carefree and fearlessly loving, able to embody their hopes and dreams in everyday joyful The work of this church in the world is realized themselves. through the generous financial support of all who call this who place home, along with the gifts and, the and time and talent. Ours is a shared ministry. And the energy you have a role to, to play here. Church membership them. is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org. Today, as we release you of your function as a reverend in this church, I am heartened. The authenticity of your calling to serve here will have left its permanent mark on all who have been in your joyful care. Because of you, we know how to build community and celebrate it. The best of your work lives in the young people you have mentored and the families who have been made stronger by your guidance. Walk away easy, dear sister, knowing that the foundation of this church has been fortified by your good works. So we release you from your roles and responsibilities as associate minister, a release that will begin today and take full effect when spirit and heart surrender to it. And we lovingly give you over to adventures postponed, imagined, and hoped for, life on the open road with your beloved Wendy, in, en in like an endless double date with magic and mystery. No pressure, Res Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> Restorative days by the lake with nothing settled on the agenda but the hour of sunset. And we give you this box, teeny little magic-like <laughs> box. It's there for you to fold your stole in when you are ready to do so, perhaps after this service when you leave today, knowing that you can reclaim it, open the box, unfold it, wrap it around your shoulders whenever and wherever you choose to, when it feels necessary or needed. And so, Reverend Allison Jacks, We have reached the moment of perfect ripening. <laughs> and so I will give you the right hand of release. I release you from your duty here at First Unitarian Universal Society of San Francisco with gratitude and blessings.
You have to get closer to the mic. <laughs> and <laughs> we bless you with the right, <laughs> with the magic wand from the retreat. <laughs> All that retreat magic gathered up the joy, zoom, the play, zing, the stillness and the peace that it may bless you on your way and all of us but, with it. And all of us are glad we are so, so very glad <laughs> that we, we have, have had, had this time, time together. together. When the time comes and I'm feeling lonely, when I'm feeling oh so blue, I just sit back and think of you only, and the happiness still comes Pardon me. I've had my head in the clouds <laughs> these last few weeks. So many, many cherished memories floating by, and visions about the next chapter of my life, of Wendy's in my life, and, and of your lives. It's uh, it's like I've been in a love dream. Thank you to Lucas. I do feel sky high. What a blessing it's been to be a part of this community for these last 30 years, most especially these last 10, serving as director of religious education, family minister, and finally associate minister. The love, oh, the love, the laughter, the good times and the bad times, and the sorrows too, 
but so many joys. I cherish this time we've had together. But here we are now, in this precious moment, and I'm trying to take it all in. In a recent talk by meditation teacher Tara Brock, she said, we have these few moments together. It's this right now. And here is love and radiance right here. I feel it. And I hope you do too. This precious, precious moment right here, right now. As I come out of the clouds and touch down into our beautiful sanctuary, your beautiful, beautiful faces, your generous hearts, my heart is full. I want to take a little time this morning to offer a few heart reflections what it's meant to be with you, what we've shared and created together over the years, the lessons I've learned along the way, and what I hope for you in the time ahead. When I came to the church back in 1990, I was a back rower who kept a low profile. My, how things have changed. <laughs> Over the following months and years, I made my way forward and soon found myself up here on the chancel. This had been a dream of mine since I was a child, growing up in the Unitarian Universalist Church in Marlboro, Massachusetts. Life, as it does, took me in many, many different directions, but eventually it led me back to church and through those big wooden doors. And once I crossed the threshold, my life changed. And all this happened because of you. You made space for me. I'll never forget that. I've learned the church must be a place that knows how to make space for others. Give them space to grow. I need my Kleenex. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It gives a space to grow, to learn, to be challenged, and sometimes fail, to discover and imagine, to be loved, and to lead with love. This is what it means to be a church, to keep our hearts and minds, our arms wide open, welcoming, deep keep. It's not always pretty, and it's not always perfect. And sometimes, sadly, hurt happens. 
But we must stay committed to the widening of the circle, welcoming all souls who make their ways through the wooden doors and say, come in, we're so glad to have you. There is joy to be found here. Remember, we have a jar full to the brim. Speaking of brims, meaning the kind you find on a hat, I've had the opportunity to wear many hats and a few pairs of goggles over the last 10 years. Luckily, I love hats, so many styles and shapes and colors. When I joined the staff, I grabbed an invisible hard hat as I learned my way around the Sunday School program. Honestly, I wasn't sure I was actually right for the task. I had never run a Sunday School before. But Steve Furr opened the door and invited me in. And with the help of our amazing parents and a big, big shout out to Joe Dellert and Nancy Buffum, who helped me get my footing, our committee went to work shoring up the program and welcoming families back to church. That was a precious time. Around year three, I took off the hard hat and traded it in for a lab coat. Sunday school and church, I realized, is a, it's a love lab, a place for experimentation and imagination and creation and connection held, held by our Unitarian Universalist principles that call us to live in harmony and peace and to work for justice and rooted in a theology grounded in love. I imagined glittery lab coats that we would wear and, and goggles for the Bunsen burners, I, I mean the flaming chalices. Our kids and their parents taught me, they taught me that love, fun and adventure, creativity needed to be at the heart of our learning. Whether it was singing our UU principles, answering big life questions, practicing crazy dance moves, or learning how to cook a meal with your friends while hanging out on Zoom. That lesson came later when the Love Lab went virtual. Friends, we Unitarian Universalists have a habit of thinking that we need to be experts to teach and share who we are, but it's not so. Lesson plans and study guides are helpful, but you don't need to be a whiz kid to teach and lead. You just need to trust and lead with love and joy and laughter too. That's all that's needed. When we blend those magical ingredients, adding our own special twist, we make something special and something sacred, too. Maybe what I really need is an apron. I imagined a UU cookbook, lessons from the love lab, mixing it up and making life sweet. Maybe that's something I'll do when I come back. 
Church, you've heard me say before, is a place of possibility. It's what I tell visitors and prospective members. In the space of possible, lots can happen. Human history and church history show us that we can create beauty, nurture goodness, have fun and care for one another, and work for justice and peace. And history has shown that the opposite is also true, that in the space of possibility, we can cause great harm and pain. So the question for us is, how do we live, want to live into that space of possibility? What guides us? How do we work together, drawing on our principles, our purposes, our theology, and collaborate with one another and with those outside our community? What steps, what imagination is needed to live out our mission and our vision? Church has shown me again and again and again that we need to be generative, bringing our joyful energy, our joyful energy into our community and out into the world, bringing things to life. That generative, caring spirit is what makes the precious moments so, so precious. Remember, the world is creative, endlessly so. And its generative nature is a part of who we are. It's quite simple. When we work together, when we sing and dance together, teach and reach together, we bring that generative spirit to life. And if we think we've lost it, we don't have to look far. We see it all around us. We see it in our children. We see it when we worship, when we gather in community, and when we work for the common good. In that precious space of possibility, we come together to generate joy, to connect to the spirit, feel it moving and grooving, laying down the rhythms that are life-sustaining and life-affirming. And when we remember to breathe, let's breathe. <laughs> Feel the ebb and the flow and rest in the spirit of love. Beloveds, my dearest, dearest ones. You are precious to me. These times we've had together just to laugh or sing a song, join a protest, run some relay races, make art, tell stories, share meals, tend to one another in our grief and our sadness and our pain, share in the life of the church and its rituals, all of it, have meant the world to me. You opened your doors to me, your heart, your love, and I'm so grateful to each of you. Thank you. 
When I looked in the magic box that one last time, I found something I hadn't seen before. This was my mom's hanky. It feels good to use it today. <laughs> uh, it's in here. <laughs> I found a very special pair of glasses, and a, and a note was attached. It said, these glasses of fantastic and sparkling, 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 imagination, put them on before you go. But leave them for the others, best in Vanessa's care, along with the joy jar. They might come in handy. Well, I always comply with what's in the magic box. So here they are. I imagine all of you bringing joy to the world, grooving to the sights and sounds and rhythms of the possible, and generating love wherever you go. That's what I see. I know a lot of magical things will happen in the next two years when I'm gone. And I look forward to being back with you then. It's like the teacher said, we have these few moments together. It's this right now. And here is love and radiance right here. I feel it. I hope you do too. What an amazing time we've had together. And friends, it's time to put a little love into our hearts and start a love train. Let's keep the joy moving. It's what we have to do.
in our leaving, let us hold on to this, the enduring of love, the persisting of hope, oh, and the remembering of joy, the offerings of gratitude, the receiving of grace, and always, always, the blessings of peace. Go in peace, go in joy, go in love. Amen.